How you doing, Frank? Good. Good. How are you guys doing? Super. Uh... everybody to superman and lois tv talk i am your host robin and i'm here with frank ramblings derek ramblings frank (laughs) no relation (laughs) john phillips john phillips reporting live what's up wow uh I'm doing great. How are you? I didn't ask how you're doing. I just said, what's up? Yeah, I don't really care how you're doing. Yeah, I don't I care how you're doing. I just want to know what's going on. Up, up, uh, up and away. Oh, okay. That's All right. That's good. Very much. That's good. This is your episode. You you have everything that you want to talk about. You have the entire have treasure trove. And the legal the, pad. You have the legal pad. You're ready to go. We, we, we left early last time. We didn't get to all your points. And the role of the two bald men now in this episode with the beards will be to naysay everything that you have come up with. So that's <laughs> right. what's happening. Yes. You are uh, wrong until proven correct. First off, do we have any new – we really don't have any new news other than um, the, pretty much the entire pilot has been spilled online. And yep. <laughs> and we know who's directing now. And that's it. That's, uh, that's, yeah. that's all you need to know. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of these news items, I definitely want to credit right off the bat uh, Krypton site for, for breaking all this stuff. Uh, and we do hope to have uh, Craig Byrne on our on our podcast um, soon. Uh, but uh, the two things that I got uh, I got from uh, his site were uh, uh, the director of the pilot is not David Nutter, as we were hoping. Yeah. But we have uh, Lee Toland Krieger, who is, is directing. And I got a list of his credits. He's actually uh, coming along as a, uh, a big pilot director, you know. He did a couple of Nickelback uh, music videos, so good for him. A couple of back videos. Well, okay, I'm here we go. I, I don't know. I can't list. back that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, the, he did the pilots for Prodigal Son. Oh. Uh, Deadly Class, that's more of a superhero comic book related. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Life Sentence. You... And Riverdale, actually, he did the first like three episodes of Riverdale. He directed. Oh, like kind of I liked those episodes quite a bit. I, I yeah. only watched. I only stuck around for season one, but I did enjoy the 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 way they laid things out there at the beginning of that series. So, right on. Has he directed any Arrowverse? Episodes? No, I didn't see anything that he's done. Interesting that they would go with somebody outside. Somebody it, that outside does speak to a different direction, doesn't it? It does to me, yeah, that they would kind of be looking for a different look for this show. Um, and a lot of, I guess, what the pilot that's that's leaked online, or at least the pilot synopsis, detailed synopsis that is leaked online, that Robin is going to gonna spoil the whole thing. We're going to go beat by beat for all of you. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we have been going through it in the last episode, and now I, yeah, there's even more stuff that I want to talk about, but... Um, I, I did notice though a little bit of a theme here. Yeah, like you said, it's outside the Arrowverse, uh, but also oh, these these shows are dark. Like every one of these shows are very dark and not exactly you know light and wholesome. But you know he could be you know stretching his legs, or they might have hired him for that they want to kind of bring this in on a on a serious tone. I don't know. Oh, the shows he's directed. I see what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all the shows are Prodigal dark? Son, Direct, Deadly Class, Sabrina, You. You. I, mean- <laughs> I like the emphasis you're putting on you every time you say it. You. Yeah. You. 
uh, and the other thing that uh, uh, Krypton said, Craig was uh, uh, thinking about was the fact, you know, like, when are we going to hear news about uh, when Superman and Lois might premiere? And he was talking about the, how May 14th is the date for the CW upfronts. So we might hear ah. some stuff coming out of that. That's if they end up having it. Sure. Because, uh, Why? Is something happening? <sighs> they'll, they'll still have upfronts. It just will... If anything, it'll be it'll virtual. Be, it'll be closed circuit television yeah. from an yeah. undisclosed yeah. location. Yeah, it, it may be a it may be a like dial in or you know like teleconferencing type of thing is instead. But it'll, uh, it'll happen. I don't, is something going on, Robin? You look a little pale. Are you feeling well over there? Are you, uh... Uh, I uh, I'm I'm doing good so far. Okay, good. Uh, all right. Good. Just check yeah. in. Yeah. You looking? Uh, yeah. uh, no, your, your no. Nose I'm, uh, ble- your I'm, nose I'm is actually, bleeding. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Is that a Dos Equis? Uh, keep, an, keep an eye on Rob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, Topical it humor. was because I, I I did run into a uh, you know like a, a like a rusty old barn and I got a shard of kryptonite uh, shoved in my side. So I have been sitting, you know, under a blanket in front of a fireplace Listen, for the last two days. What you do in your free time is. <laughs> That's not you, something I want to hear. Between you and your blanket is all I'm going to say. Uh, is that where you kind of want to go from here, Robin, or do you want to dive into where we left off last time previously on Superman Lois TV Talk? Well, I mean, we were talking math before, and I wanted to – I was uh, told there would be no math. Again. <laughs> you were told – well, there is math. Uh-huh. I was very concerned, and I'm sure many other people are. Uh, Probably not. Given, given that – yes – all the, all the, all the. You know, you're putting more there. thought into this than anybody in the production office or writers' room. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Why are Out these the children 13? And it made me think. Okay, crisis. Wait, crisis. <laughs> that can't be the answer for everything. Yeah, I oh, oh, oh I, I. Now that's something that everybody in the production office and the writers' room <laughs> will agree. <laughs> on, is yes, it can be the answer. Well, it can be, and it, and it is, and it has been since 1986. We, we've been doing this for eight years now. We can hit a reboot we can hit a reset anytime we want and wreck okay, on well, the entire thing until i hear this definitively from the writers like you know like a, a you know like an apology note directed just to me or just you know like you know a picture of them kind of like throwing up their arms and shrugging <laughs> and saying crisis or maybe even just a picture of the writers all sitting in front of like a whiteboard, Charlie Day-esque, <laughs> with all sorts of stuff all over the board, and then in the middle of just so, this big word crisis. For, so we know what you're, we know what what bone you're trying to pick. But for, for our listeners, why don't you? Why so don't you is go it, ahead is and, it Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Unfortunately, we can't finish this cartoon because the animator died, suffered a heart attack, and died halfway through. Okay. Why don't you explain for our listeners what exactly what your what your gripe is and and go into detail on that and we'll we'll try to let you get through it once without without interrupting. I'm going to take the word gripe and just kind of shelve that for a minute. Uh, I was concerned first off and foremost, like uh, about why they're why the children are 13, and that led me to the to the thought about how old Clark Kent is going into. Um, uh, Superman and Lois, and I had to take all the clues I could from his appearances in uh, Supergirl, as well as you know what's established in uh, Kara's uh, uh, timeline as well. Kara. So here's here, Kara. Kira. 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 Uh, <laughs> <Hua>. <laughs> 
So I have my little timeline here written down. Okay, so I have established here that Kara was born in 1966. The reason why... Earth, would, Earth years. Earth years, right. Earth years, yes. Because, of course, as everybody knows, her pod got knocked off course. You know, she was somewhere, you know, you know, I think in the Phantom Zone for 24 years, but frozen as a 13-year-old girl. Right. So the way the math works out, I'll just continue. But the funny thing is, in the uh, 100th episode of Supergirl that just aired, uh, if you notice, her gravestone birth date was obscured by leaves. <laughs> like uh, when she died, showed that year, but didn't say when she was born. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm sure they didn't want to do the math that you're right. doing. Yeah. <laughs> the math works out now. So, so Kara is 13. Uh, and uh, wait, adjusted. So, what would so, that make so her? 13 years later, it's 1979 when Clark is born. Krypton explodes. The the pods get sent off. Yep. Uh, Karis gets knocked off course and baby Clark arrives on Earth in 1979 as a baby. Okay. So in 2003, that's when 13-year-old Kara arrives. Uh, that's just, as the host of Supergirl TV Talk, it is Kara. I just got to I just got to interject ki- that so before we get emails about it. It's Kara. So as I can we just edit every time I say Kara and just say Kara. <laughs> Just say Kara once now, and we'll go back and put it in every time. All seven hundred. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, Kara. It's hard to get angry emails and tweets. That's it's all. hard when you grow up your entire life calling her one thing, and then I mean, I'm looking at Frank. It, like, took, yeah. you, it took me a, an entire season, like think, and a half. I think when Steve and I Kara and calling Jimmy James, and every time oh, I, I wrong, I had to no, a beer. no, no. I respect Kara, but that's a choice with with J- James, and I'm sorry, you're Jimmy. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I, there, for an entire season and a half, I had to take a swig of beer every time I said it wrong. So was now, she Kara in the movie, yeah, yeah, she's Kara in everything. She's always Kara. It's just this show. Is Kara. She's been Kara. Well, since, excuse me then, but, but Kara. your point, Robin, she's been Kara in every in Smallville, in Supergirl, yeah. in everything. She's been Kara, but in this series and in this universe, she is Kara. So okay, there you go. So so here we have 2003. That's when 13 year old Kara. Kara arrives on Earth. I really didn't do that on purpose. That's, that was a complete blunder right after talking about it. Uh, so Thanks for clearing that are, up because that is your MO to, to steer into the skid a little bit. <laughs> no, I wanted to point out that I really didn't do it that time. 2015 is when the pilot of Supergirl airs. Uh, and so she is 25 in that pilot. In 2016, Supergirl Season 2 starts. Superman guests... Kara is 26, and 26-year-old Tyler Hecklin plays 37-year-old Clark Kent because he is now, the math works out to be, what, 13 years older? No, wait. He's 24 years older than, no. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I, I follow. I follow. I, I, I seriously, for the time that she was frozen, he in in uh, because her pod got knocked off course. He was still aging for all that time. So oh, did her he, pod get knocked off course? I didn't realize. Did this podcast? <laughs> she she yeah. This so, podcast so, got yeah. knocked off course. So, uh, but uh, what really established? No was knocked off course. What really establishes it in season two, episode one, Adventures of Supergirl, Wynn points out to Clark that he looks good for being 12 years older than Kara. And Clark very cheekily explains that Kryptonians age at a slower rate than humans. Sure. 
because again, 26 year old Tyler was playing what allegedly would be a 37 year old Clark. I, I will, I will admit from he's 12 years older from day one of it. Now, when we heard when when we heard Supergirl was moving from CBS yeah! money to. Um, <laughs> There's a reference uh, to the CW when we heard um, close to Flockhart was leaving and we heard they were bringing in Superman. And I was like, here's something we never get a live action Superman who has been Superman on the scene for a while. So I yeah. fully expected a 40 year old actor to be don- donning the cape. And that was my only complaint with Tyler when they announced it. It's nothing. Tyler can't help when he was born. Tyler's a great actor. I have nothing against that, but he ain't 40, and right. I was looking forward to a, you know, dad dad Clark, kind of, which we didn't even know we were yeah. going to get in 2016 uh, versus four years later now, what, what we are getting. I don't mean dad in that sense that some people mean dad. That, like Zaddy Clark. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Um, so, <laughs> Did I say that right, Kate? Okay, Zoomer. Um, Cara. So, you know, I, fu- I just fully expected, daddy. you know, not John Hamm Superman, but, you know, somebody who who was getting closer to a midlife crisis uh, sure. playing, you know. Oh, yeah, a few, more, a few more miles on him. Because clearly he had already been, in the case of it, 2003, he had already been on the scene for a while as Superman yeah. when Cara lands. See, I said it right, Robin. And uh, and you can, too. Uh, and, you know, and then by this point, this is 12 years later, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's some more little little notes I wrote down to establish the timeline that were established in Super Garl, uh, the TV series. <laughs> now, don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Krypton, Kara is 13, Clark is an infant. Once Kara is released from the fam zone, it's 24 years later. She says in the pilot, I slept there for 24 years until somehow I got here. When I arrived, I was still a 13-year-old girl. And her hair was so, perfect. When she's arrived on Earth, Kara is 13 and Clark is already 24 years old. So let's assume, let's just put out a number. Let's say 12, 24 years. So Clark's 24 when Kara lands? Is that what we're yep. saying? Yeah. Clark's 24 when Kara lands. And so. then we fast forward 12 years to 2015, right? Right. 12 years we've been forced to hide in the shadows, says the commander of Nan's army. Yeah, good. Uh, because he's referring to Fort Ra's arriving with Kara. So let's say he's, and so we know he's been Superman for at least 12 years mm-hmm. at the age of 36. So let's assume he came on the scene as Superman three years earlier. So 15 years of Superman, you would, uh, that was my assumption when we, when the casting came about that we'd get, you know, yeah, no year older. old, 40 year old Superman. But right. if Kryptonians age at a different rate, mm-hmm. he, he's so Tyler is actually 32 mm-hmm. yeah. today in, mm-hmm. in, in 2020. Um, you know, if he's 32 and then he's actually supposed to be 40, like that's that's a you know, that's a close enough eight years is a close enough gap there that it's like, sure, he looks he looks about eight years and Bitsy's than he actually and Bitsy's right. seven years older than than Tyler is. She's 39 mm-hmm. to his 32. <sighs> I buy it. I buy it. Your, so therefore, I mean, your complaint is the is the twinage. Right, right. The so, twinning. Well, well, the thing is, it's like, okay, so then, okay, you're saying in all that time during Supergirl, before Supergirl, before Kara came out, so to speak, uh, Clark has been married or at least been has had 
two children with Lois. He didn't have to be which married. Then com- which then completely undoes any sort of Superman-related thing that we're going to be discussing today uh, about what we've seen before. For, like, the marriage, like her being pregnant, all that stuff is... Oh, boy, yes, like, it, it, does, it does undo... Just undo. Had a, just had a couple of... Te- they've had a couple of teenagers. That- yeah. <laughs> well, well it, it, it may not. Get- I mean, it just may be instances, like the Daxamites, you know, still attacked, and, and Superman still fought Kara thinking she was odd, and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of those things still, still happen. happen. I think that all the... Here's the thing with any, any like, comic book continuity... Uh, uh, you know, reboot is that they're always selective about the pieces that stayed and the pieces that changed. What we have here on earth prime is that we have pieces that essentially like, like calling a spade a spade, the pieces that were convenient to keep, they kept and the pieces that they wanted to change, they changed. And that's not, that's not a knock on, on the writers of the Arrowverse. That's what they've been doing since crisis on infinite earths in since before that, since like a flash of two worlds back in like 1950, whatever, like when it's convenient to keep things, they keep them. And when it's not, they throw them out the window. It's, it's, just it's just meant to be a, a mechanism for you know convenient and fun storytelling so so yeah the the twins didn't exist in season two or in season three or four like like the, the twins didn't exist then because we were in a dip with the timeline had not yet skewed off okay the timeline has since skewed off dang and, uh and now we're on earth prime instead of 1985a I just or, want, I just want to interject. I've been ahead. podcasting for 15 years, and this is the nerdiest discussion I have ever been privy to. <laughs> all we, did of my it, years. we finally did it. I'm hanging up my cape. I'm done. Can I pr- can I propose? And I hate to like make this sound awful. Robin, Robin this can show I is all about the final solution. This show is all about relationships. <laughs> Don't call it that. Oh, <laughs> should, should I rephrase that? Uh, the uh, the ultimate calculation. Don't, don't quote Hitler, honey. It's not on brand. <laughs> my, my struggle is real. Um, that's a, that's, right. a, that's a Lillian Luther quote. I've been watching a lot of Supergirl <laughs> the last 24 hours. She <laughs> says it in the Oval Office, in the quest it's, for peace. It's it's Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... It's Caroline. So there's either two things that are happening here. It's 2020. Kara is now... 30 clark is 41 yes and jonathan and jordan are 13 that is what's happening here nope that is what's happening or the marriage and the birth all take place in the same year Kara, we're now in when superman and lois start we are in 2033 no that's not what's happening a healthy looking 43. No. no. Clark is a really healthy looking 54. No. <laughs> and Jonathan and Jordan have aged 13 years as according to the prior established timeline. Shut up. You mean we just went through 20 minutes of that for you, for you, for that for that explanation? That's what you I'm want. Just saying. This ain't this ain't arrow. We ain't flashing forward to that crap. How old is how old is Brad Pitt? Looks great. He's probably like fifty four. Brad Pitt's not on this show. This is not who we're talking about. <laughs> There's no Brad Pitt. They can't get Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt is Jor-El. I'm The CW him. doesn't have Brad Pitt money. The CBS had Brad Pitt money, but <laughs> they did. The CW didn't yeah, have yeah, Brad true. Pitt money. And that, that that concludes my math lesson. Right. But again, all that math is just to say you you were angry with the fact that that forty one year old Clark has thirteen year old twins the entire time duration of Supergirl's run on television. If things weren't already weren't already, I'm not mad that he, the guy had a kids when he was young. I think you are. Just, you know, I think you resentful. You saw at the end of Crisis, he's like boys. Like he didn't even yeah. you know. You know, even he's surprised. Even he's like, I don't remember there being two of them. I know I've been working a lot, but 
The only uh, only other thing that kind of, you know, it bothers me that we have now so many characters that have two different worlds in their heads. And they, yeah. I mean, it's got to be, I, I would be completely unbalanced. I, I, I wouldn't know how to do it, but. Copy. I can barely handle the one. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. All right. All right. So the math lesson is over. Let me direct you guys now to uh, uh, the rest of uh, the rest of my uh, dumb notes. OK, so um, so going uh, skewing off from uh, that conversation of why are they 13? Why? Why are there two? Why are there two of them? Um, so Lois calls Clark again at the end of crisis, says, it's the boys, your sons. And Clark's like, what are they? A couple of no, you didn't say anything like what that. What, what is it about our kids? They turn into assholes or something? <laughs> so your kids are fine. Yeah, that's the next confusing part. Why does why does Clark not know? Is has John not gotten to him? Has John gotten to Lois? Did John make Lois remember both these things? I, I took it to to that Lois was one of the ones that got rewritten. That yeah that has the prior knowledge. Technically, I made this argument last time, and I made this argument on Supergirl TV Talk, and I promise to never make this argument again because it's just sounding bitter at this point. Superman should have known, should have also been rewritten because here's and, – and the problem is the, the post-crisis episodes have now proven this. Like like Gwen shows up in that two-parter, and John gives him a glimpse, and it's like frequency. He remembers it both ways. Remember frequency? That's quite a great movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He remembers it both ways. He, he remembers what actually happened to him, and then when the and then something in the past changes the timeline, he remembers it that way, too, which has got to be really screwy and, and a lot of therapy bills. <laughs> but to me, if John got to Superman and did the you know Martian mind meld thing, then he would also remember both of us in the same way Wynn does, but he right. didn't. So how does he not know, but also was not rewritten by crisis because he wasn't one of the paragons. So he wasn't outside the timeline. Right. With, I, with I think others. that just comes down to a simple continuity mistake. Honestly, I think that was just well, a you know, continuity that, mistake, mistake that was, that was made as a trade off for the sake of having that reveal. Yeah. Of boys. Um, I, I, I think that it was, just a throwaway line that was meant to be exposition, and when you when you think about it for more than a second, it breaks it breaks the the whole metaphor. That's that's the right. issue. But I don't think it was meant to be any more meaningful than that. What's even more terrifying is Superman flying home, going boys, he's, and then he's on his way home. He's like, I've got two two babies. I got two little babies. And he shows them his couple couple of teenagers sitting there, like, <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh, you're oh. home. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next question is uh, some great uh, dramatic stuff that could be uh, mined is, is Jordan going to find out he never existed before crisis? Mm. I think oh, Jonathan, I'm assuming it's Jordan because they say Jonathan, the baby is Jonathan. So yeah, the baby's Jonathan. Um, God knows if he's actually that Jonathan or, you know, just another. Right. Let me just pause the speculation for a second while I refer to Buffy oh season. Nope. This is the nerdiest uh, conversation. It's officially. We, well, we, Buffy did it first. Derek. We've reached Buffy peak did meta. did it first. Now, I'm just saying. There, it, there, let, let's be some, honest. The Simpsons did it first, if anybody. The Simpsons did it. I'm going to spoil a little bit of Buffy. I'm sorry for folks who haven't watched Buffy. Get on it. <laughs> Buffy has a sister, Dawn, who she finds out she it, it, it was basically like this magical key, this mystical thing that was hidden as her little sister. So she never existed before uh, Buffy season five. But all of a sudden she was there. She was a teenager. And then she finds out towards the end of the season that she is not actually 
uh, a human being. She's just this mystical key that's been hidden in Buffy's protection. Could Jordan be not just some CW rewrite? You know, we wanted to have two teenage sons for the show. So whatever crisis, could it be something bigger than that? Could it be somebody left uh, in, you know, in Superman's care? To But that's to- what crisis is. Crisis is that magic key thing. Like, that's what crisis is. Yeah. Is that what crisis is? Yeah, okay. well, when 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 two Earths love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. So uh, okay, so moving on from that, that that's a good thing to think about. Um, uh, so my my next little topic is on a fresh new Superman and Lois. So that's the title I have over it. Huh. We you have seen you you're just joining. Us. You got to do the voice. You're just joining us. <laughs> if you're just joining us, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We have seeds of great teenage drama here. Um, these two boys are going to have their own sets of friends. They're going to lose touch with each other because their personalities are so different. So they're going to constantly but- be butting heads. Uh, 13. That means they're going into middle school and puberty. So some one Please or don't both say it like that. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> Sorry. I said it as if I was Goldie going, there. You <laughs> said it like Willy Wonka. <laughs> puberty. <laughs> I'm just saying, we did this in during Smallville. We got heat. We got x-ray. We got sneeze. We could have one or both of these kids uh, uh, who has powers. Yep. And then here's even more drama. Like, what if one of them doesn't even get powers? And what then in does? season three, we'll inevitably get a body swap episode. And one of them will have the powers and the <laughs> other one won't. And we'll get to see how yes. it is walking in their shoes. Yep. I would love to see, I would love to see like one of the kids, like like we find out that one of the kids has powers, like at the end of the pilot or the end, the, like, like as, a, as a reveal at the end of an episode, like they're pretending they don't, but they do. Mm-hmm. He's floating above his bed. Or yeah, something. yeah. He's hiding from his parents. <laughs> Okay. Uh, two more things about you know this thing that I had a whole legal pad of notes about for the last episode. Well, number one, General Sam Lane is in the picture, and it was about Clark, according to this. Uh, Sam, played by Glenn Morshower in season one of Supergirl during with the CBS money, mm-hmm. will he re- re- reprise his role or will he be recast? I hope I hope they can get him again. I mean, I I, I you know he's a working like character actor. Oh, I would. I would hope that they can get him. I will present two cases already established in Supergirl. Allura, Mitzelplick. Yep. yep. <laughs> Mitzelpidlick. Sorry. Yep. yep. No, it's true. It's true. They've done it. They've absolutely yeah. done it. Um, and uh, the Allura one is probably a little more. It makes it spitter like at least they had an in universe explanation for it. Uh, and in, with Allura, they were just sort of like, yep, she's Erica Durant's now. Move on. Yep. Yep. Everybody got that? Yeah. Edna. <laughs> uh, and also, okay, so he's in the picture. He knows about Clark. But in Supergirl, he was very anti-alien. He didn't even like Jimmy for being friends with Superman. Uh, this has been like four plus years since we've last seen uh, Sam Lane. Will he have changed? Will Will Crisis have changed his entire... <laughs> yes, is the answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we also have... Um, What's his name? Oh, Diggle. yes. Him. What will become of him in, in the pilot? Diggle, Diggle coming to Metropolis. And, of course, he works for Argus. Could Sam Lane be in charge of Argus? Could well, Argus be, be the Superman headquarters where he goes and gets his missions with his team? Oh, See, now, I hope that they don't do that. I, I hope that they don't do that because I, I, I like that they're moving away from – they seem to be moving away from DEO on, on Supergirl. Um, and I think that's a move for the better. <laughs> 
Well, they seem to be moving away from a city altogether because if what we're if we're you know if these speculations and and set reports and all turn out to be true, most of the pilot, if not the series, is going to revolve around Smallville. Smallville, yeah, yeah. Which I feel like I remember something about Smallville or when what they being a I don't know some kind of Smallville story or. I feel like yeah, we talked prices. about Smallville. Boy, a lot. No, You've no. never talked about. It. I, I just—it's a very that, familiar name. Like, like Robin and I were watching an episode of Lois and Clark last night, and, yeah. and they talked about Smallville, and I was like, I feel like I know that name from somewhere. Uh, and this bit, Crisis, completely undid all of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, and, and, and scene. Thank you, thank you. It's about the shows you used to watch, Marty. <laughs> it completely wiped out. <laughs> well, what do you mean, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the last thing I wanted to make, we talked a lot about the Cushings or the Langs or whatever we want to call it. Lana's family. Is it Lana in this one? She's Lana. Lana. <laughs> Let's not, you just sound bitter now. Lana. I'm sorry. sorry. It's pronounced Caroline. It's spelled L-A-N-A, but it's, it's you actually pronounce it Caroline. So Lana's a banker. That's, we, that's I don't know. I don't know if that's anything that's been in the comic books. No, I but. think, I think, but I think Lana, you know, having never gotten outside smallville she's an abusive she's in an abusive relationship we've read from from her husband and um they've got two two, kyle cushing um who went to smallville high with you know clark and clark and lana so um but i think this that whole you know you know football star never getting out of the hometown the small town and then you know ends up marrying the homecoming queen and you know ends up having two kids and she takes a job at the bank i mean that seems very you know midwest to me right yeah yeah very small town america you know the the high school football captain and the head cheerleader or whatever you know never 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 making anything of themselves I apologize to any of you listening that were married to... <laughs> Brenda and Eddie were the popular studies and the king and the queen of the prom. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the you know, like you bring a bank and there's going to definitely be a bank robbery episode. There's going to be a, like a whole hostage episode, bottle episode sure. or something like that. Sure. Uh, and of course, you know, the I mean, you know, the Kent Farm. The, there's it, no money on hand in these days. It's all papers. It's all done. It's, there's yeah. No reason so. to rob the bank. That's really all my legal pad notes from last week. We're finally caught up. <laughs> oh. oh, good. We're 32 minutes in. That good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Next time on Superman Lois TV Talk. Okay, yeah, I want to make – is this or? where we're going to talk about what we know of this uh, – What do we know about Superman? What do we know about Superman that Robin has already pretty much proven could be completely undone by crisis because none of his his appearances may matter anymore as a result. Um, yep. Okay, Frank, next time on Supergirl TV Talk, to your listeners, to the massive listeners, I'll even come on and make a plea. Somebody find the episode where James and Kara discuss the events of Superman the movie, because I know I have watched so many episodes in the last 24 hours trying to find it. I've skimmed episodes. I can't find it. Tell tell them the specific one that you're looking for, though. What? Tell them the specific one. Oh, there's some discussion, and I don't remember if Wynn is involved in it, but it's between James and Kara. James and Kara. And Jimmy and Kara, excuse me. Uh, There's some discussion discussion between Jimmy and Kara about Superman 
and the missiles and Lex, and I don't remember if California and the earthquake are mentioned or not. That's another reference from Wynn in 201. But there's some discussion of that, and I really thought it was season one because I even texted Steve today, Steve Glosson, and I said, no, there's no way you're going to remember this. But then I remembered his wife has been watching all these shows recently. So I thought maybe somewhere in there. And I said, do you remember the events of Superman the movie being discussed early on in Supergirl? Because I remember freaking out about it on the podcast uh, early on right. when, when we were still yeah. covering it. So it had to be season one, first part of season two, somewhere in there. And I really think it was I really think it was season one because... I think it was season one. I do too. And, but I can't find it anywhere. But Steve remembered it. He was like, no, we absolutely talked about that. It absolutely happened. Because, and I know it was missiles because the 201 reference... When Tyler's on the show for the first time and Wynn's talking to him and Wynn goes into lover boy mode, when, as soon as he sees Superman fly in the DEO office, he's like, uh, I have a million questions. And the first one he asks <laughs> is, when Lex, when Lex Luthor caused the earthquake in California, did you your, use your x-ray to something, something, something? And then they like calm him down and, you know, nerd boy, go back to your computer. Sure, but sure. That's not, that's not it. There's some, regardless... My point is, whether or not I can find it, I, I know what happened. I, I did not make this up. This is not the Bernstein Bears all over again. I, I am Shazam. You. Yeah, Sinbad yeah. played a genie no. named Shazam, this, I'm telling you. Nelson Mandela is alive. Well, he's dead now, but he is alive, and this <laughs> happened. Um, we know the events of Superman the movie have happened, and we know also that General Zod has been to Earth. Um, mm-hmm. And then in Crisis, we learned that he's fought Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Um He's also he's also made a reference to going to War World as well. Yeah, there's a War World reference. Sure is. So a lot again, this goes back to the whole idea that Clark at this point has been on the scene fifteen at the time of the pilot fifteen years, twenty years as Superman now. A lot has happened in, in that in those two decades of him mm-hmm. on the scene as the man of steel. Mm-hmm. Um and some of that we're beholden to some and crisis again may undo that. We're also beholden to a lot of the establishing stuff that Supergirl has given us because they introduced some Superman villains for the first time in Supergirl. We were talking over text the other night about how like Mitch's Pitalik, Superman villain, but we don't know anything about him until he shows up on Supergirl. These are my points. Right. I'm done. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> Is this the part where I read my notes? This is the part where where the next the next Supergirl episode Frank goes on the air and says, "If anybody remember when that happened, I wish I had that in my notes." Or if anybody's listening to us, I wish I could find it, man. I even I even watched um, Solitude, which is one of the best episodes of season one, where Laura Vandervoort plays Indigo. And it's the first time they ever go to the Fortress of Solitude and the Dwarf Star Key and the whole thing and the doors open because they had that CBS money then. Yeah! Um, I mean, Laura Vandevoort has been closer to fine for, for a long time. <laughs> so... It is a guy. Speaking of skew it yeah, yeah. So, um, but in that episode, Indigo sets off a nuclear warhead to blow up National City. Not Central City. Yeah. Not Star City. National City. And Supergirl fights it and gets it to crash in the water and the whole time I'm thinking this is it and then there's like you know there's act four there's 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 a heart-to-heart scene with her and James on the balcony at Catco because that used to be a set that they had with CBS money and um and they're talking about her scratching the missiles I'm like I finally found it and that wasn't it either (laughs) here's something I missed in all of this though I was I think I was saying to Robin last night I may have said in group text between the three of us I don't remember Lex kidnapping Jimmy and torturing him after Jimmy took this first picture of Superman. I missed that somewhere in the course of the series, which I admittedly did drop off from in halfway through season three. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it comes back up again in the trial of Lex, which I went back and watched last night and watched the Quest for Peace in those episodes too, which were actually really, really cool. I love really I love whenever Lex is killing people, it plays my way. Like I, every time, like I thought that was class. And then the, he's got the HUD, the Iron Man so, HUD on screen stuff, and he's singing Sinatra oh God, while, so while, while destroying all the boats and everything. I was like, holy crap. Oh, no, it gave me it, it it gave me feelings. The more I see of Cryer, I you know I love you, Rosie, but I know, man, I know it's conflicting. I'm, I'm not ready to call him my Lex yet, but whoo, he's but, he's so he's, good he's in the work. He's, he's putting so in the work. I give him that good, and I really hope that's a huge part of. I mean, how can you have? Why can't we just have both? Why can't we have all three? We'll just say they're all our lectures. They're all great in their own special way. They are. I'm just saying. You know, everybody's always like Chris Freeze, my Superman, or you know, Gene Hackman, or, or whatever. I'm just. I'm. I'm really yeah, yeah. loving. I'm. I'm. I'm loving that he is. You know, we said Rosenbaum. I was like, well, this is Alex. We end, you know, this is he's putting his own spin on this. This has the thing. <laughs> Spacey was pretty much playing Hackman the same way Ralph was pretty much playing Reed. I mean, Spacey put his on thing on it the same way you know ralph played clark a little different than than reeve did but but i just every time he is on screen you were very much drawn to him like i got so i was watching i don't remember if it was the house of l episode or and not the house of l but the house of uppercase l um (laughs) with all the flashbacks and like him in prison and then him going to russia uh and and like there was a there's a scene where what there's a scene where he, he gets out he convinces the warden to let him go to Russia for 72 hours and he's like I'll take care of everything and they close the prison the door to his room and he turns on the hologram just like in Superman 2 and I'm like holy crap you said for the longest time that Supergirl season 1 is like your favorite Supergirl season but I got to tell you number 4 like I was I was like I was loving like just I, I mean, about I, that entire season. I don't care and about it. Wasn't Asian. just because of the Lex stuff. Well, I this is what I, Robin and I were talking about before you got here, Frank. I and and it's hard to remember. Well, you listeners got here too. Sorry. Guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to remember so much of this stuff. And Robin was like, it "Some is. of this doesn't stick for me the same way it did." Like in Smallville, I'm like, because Smallville had an A plot and sometimes maybe a B plot, and usually the B plot ended up intersecting with the A plot. That's it. These shows That's it. have C and sometimes D plots. Like all this crap is going on with Lex and the and the and the you know Red Daughter and all this stuff, and then you've mm-hmm. also got John dealing with his dad and all that stuff. Like there's so, and that doesn't even connect with what's going on in the rest of the show. And it's not a fault of the show. I'm just saying there's so much more minutia to remember on these these Arrowverse series than there is than there was, you know, back in the day, kids. And when we walked up here, I agree. Snow. I agree. And I, I have I have a hard time I'll admit I have a hard time keeping all of it straight a lot of times and remembering the details. I and I wish it, if it were Smallville, I could remember you know which episode the the Lex California conversation happened, yeah. right? But 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 there's so much that they throw Lex. at us, and so and 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 and, yeah. <laughs> and it's in some in one sense, I think that's why a lot of people you know a lot of people do put down Smallville and say that they like these shows better. And I can I, I don't agree with them, but I I guess in a certain sense I see what they mean. That, oh, like there's so much more of a or to, to in some people's opinion, there's more of a world that's been built, and there's so much going Absolutely, on that you can't yeah. keep. You know, there's a real to it in that sense, which I, I appreciate, but you know, I, I, Smallville still has a special place in my heart, and it always will. 
but but uh, it, it it's it's it is hard to keep track of all these details. Well, and, it's, and, and it's difficult but, to nail it all down and, and commit it all to memory. And then you've yeah. got the layers on top of that because it is a shared universe with all these other shows, and these same storylines are happening, you know, butted up right against or parallel to the other shows that you're watching. And there's there's a lot, and there's so many characters because there's ensemble. You know, they're called the Flash and Supergirl and Arrow, but they're ensemble shows. And Smallville. I mean, it was an ensemble cast, but towards the end, though, I mean, it really. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. got that way. But here's the thing: have, Clark. Like, no matter what, Clark was always the main character of Smallville. Yeah. It didn't matter yeah. if the episode was Chloe centric or Lana centric or whatever. Clark was always our. Fo- we saw we saw the show through Clark's eyes because That's if right. you remember, like in Promise, here I go. If you remember, like in Promise, <laughs> when we see the show from Lana's point of view and we see Clark uses his abilities, it's completely different than the way we see it. The rest of the show happened. We actually see Clark blur off and you know all that kind of stuff and. I forget totally where I was going with this point when I got to Why Smallville is always better. I know. No, no, it's not why Smallville is better. That's not the point I'm making. It's just, it's, um, where was why I going, Frank? I totally lost it. I think you were saying, like, there, there were there were A plots and B plots in that show. It was a little more streamlined. Yes, Clark was always our focal point. And in, in these shows, Alex may be the lead character in an episode and Cara takes a backseat to Alex or wins, you know, dealing with his mom. And they're totally in the backseat. You know, for it, all these other, and John Jones has been the main character in God knows how many episodes now. I mean, for there's a good four or five episodes in season four of Supergirl where Lex is the main character, and Supergirl is very much. I mean, the Red Daughter might be there, but our our car is not. You know, is way oh, off yeah. the shadows or on the sidelines. So it, I think it's more just trying to keep up with so many different events happening in these characters' lives that makes it a little bit harder to, to do because not to sound nepotistic toward Clark, but pretty much everything revolved around Clark on small. And I, I think the point, like, I think we're all, like, really, I'm not trying to, definitely not trying to dog on the, the Arrowverse. No, we definitely no. want to have more, like, centralized around Superman and Lois and, um, yeah, like, just not so many, um, wait, not so many like character stories, BCD plots. Well, and that's you know, I think, uh, we, and we've hoped, and we've said, and we 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 speculated last time that we see a little bit of a, 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 a skewing off, uh, if you will, on on this series versus the others, where they are those team ensemble headquarter type shows, and this one's uh, parents and their kids. Yep. I mean, we're not yeah. getting a team. You've got Lana working at the bank and her abusive husband that's probably got a drinking problem, like Superman three or whatever. But you know. Brad, um, but, but <laughs> I, it's I don't think it's going to that so to that route. It may eventually, and the pilot may be very misleading uh, in in showing us what it shows us about being specifically okay about right. those kids. But yeah, I don't know. I I feel like we're getting something different here, or I'm, I hope it, we're getting something different here. It, they seem to be setting a different tone, and and I so I, I do hope that that carries through to the sort of the storytelling style. In that, I, I do hope that we get a little bit more of a Lois and Clark centric mm-hmm. um, and, 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 style of storytelling. And, and that I think when you say Lois and Clark, it applies to the kids, the Kent family, and the kids, and the kids. Yeah, yeah. the Kent yeah, family yeah. or the Lane Kent family. However, that shakes out. But so we should get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? What we what we know of this Superman? What we know when you know, we, we, we've gotten into speculating about what Superman and Lois might be. I think we should still keep talking about like what we know about Superman. So oh, far. you already said the crisis undead. It doesn't matter. It, 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 yeah, it, should it, I just erase all my notes here? 
Yeah, like Crisis. Just just wipe it out. Can I just go through like a lightning round at least? Because I know we're starting to run low on time here. Yeah, I mean let's uh, let's let's talk about it. Let's you know you know you're steering the ship. You know what you want. God help us all. Oh God, iceberg, iceberg, right ahead. <laughs> all right, here's here's some notes I took. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, it's hinted that Clark's youth was very much like Smallville because in the episode Midvale, we hear about Chloe. Oh, that's right. Clark, there is a Chloe. Who's tech stuff and had a wall of weird. weird. So it, it's hinted that Smallville pretty much happened. I don't know. Ish. <laughs> Except for the – he's like, I had a cousin named Kara <laughs> who showed up. <laughs> but it wasn't Kara. But it wasn't Kara. Uh, <laughs> no. She came out uh, of a wall? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also mentioned in Midvale, he has uh, he had his red underwear over his original suit. That was that was a line for Midvale. Um, there is a fortress that. of solitude. It's collected items. He's it contains items he's collected, including a baby sun eater, <laughs> the Legion ring. There's there's a few other things, and there's right. a Phantom Zone projector. Uh, the statues of Jor-El and Lara mm-hmm. are there, or is it Lara? You were so shut bitter. up. You were so shut bitter. up. We have Calix. Calix is there. Was. Wasn't, isn't there like several versions or something? I don't know, but there was only one in this fortress, and she blew and Kara, uh, Kara oh you got me doing it, you son of a Kara uh, blew him up. <laughs> um, then we find out that uh, in Metropolis, that's much like Kara does years later. Uh, Clark outed himself as Superman, saving a plane. Yep, that's mentioned but, in the pilot, right? Yeah, but the maintenance costs uh, of of Metropolis have quadrupled because now bad guys are drawn to Metropolis. Mm. What is the, what do the inflation rates do against crisis? How does that affect? <laughs> they wipe them right out. That's yeah. awesome. Debt all free of, Metropolis. All college debt is out. Debt free is the way to be. Yep. 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 Um, he's yeah. Like okay. So in 2010, Superman saved Metropolis from a nuclear nuclear meltdown. Sorry. He's uh, frenemies with Batman, um, which is mentioned in the whole Batwoman introduction, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. A few times before that, there's some mention of somebody talking about a vigilante. This may have been when they were talking about Guardian, and mm-hmm. she's like, she's like, my cousin has one of those, and Wynn does the pointy ears uh, like Batman thing. That's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. That was a fun little rep. Oh, that yeah. was exciting at the time. Yeah, at the time. Now we're like, <laughs> inundated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jimmy has won a, a Pulitzer for the picture Pulitzer. of Superman. Pulitzer. Pulitzer. And, oh. uh, and Superman sent Jimmy, James, to National City to keep an eye on Kara. Not to sleep with her, James. <laughs> just to keep an eye on her. No hands, just the eye. And so there were several times in season one where we get text messages from Clark. We'd see uh, in episodes fight or flight Superman actually comes in and saves Kara from Reactron and then flies away. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Reactron. Yeah, and she's Jesus. knocked out and you see his feet in the heat vision. What a tease. What about yeah. the, what about the, the I am in like in, in, in stronger together in one Oh two. It's like CK. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't write any of their texts down in my notes. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing it right. Yeah, I mean, the boots, the boots. The that boots. was the, the the reactron thing, and then the boots were maybe the two biggest teases and like the biggest. Like, oh, so, oh, so, oh, come on! That was all undone because myriad finally happens. Everybody's like, okay, 
a, a world issue finally that's going to bring Superman to National <laughs> City. Here he comes, and just way off in the distance, and then he yeah. just stops, and he gets sucked into it too, and he's brainwashed too. And you're like, we finally that that's all we saw. That's it. The only other pre-season two note that I have here is he also rejected Maxima, who ended up taking her anger out of, of because of Superman on the DEO. Oh. <laughs> I had forgotten that. Yeah. All right. So I have I have notes for each of these the four episodes though. Okay. So the first one is Adventures of Supergirl season two episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see Clark. He's a little bumbly at the newsstand. He's stammering on the phone to Mr. White. He's I, I wrote this stuff down. He like bumps into a person on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wrote this stuff down because we we had talked uh, last time about like is Clark going to be bumbly Clark or is he going to be more. Of the, you know, assured, you know, Dean Cain-esque kind of Clark. Yeah, and clearly, clearly, you're right. Yeah, in 201, he was more of the bumbling Christopher Reeve style of Clark. I would really like to, you know, the more we've seen of him, though, even when he is Clark, well, I guess we haven't seen him, though, in public as much, right? Whenever he's been Clark more recently in the, in the crossovers, he even when he's being Clark wearing the glasses, he's on the farm or he's around people he knows and not yeah. as much in public. So I guess we haven't seen a ton of that. I would, lo- I really do. I always prefer more of the Dean Cain or, or George Reeves version yeah. of Clark where he's still mild-mannered, but but he doesn't need to be tripping all over himself either. You know, I, 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 I like that. I like that version uh, personally. See, my first thought was like, oh, he's just putting on an act for Perry White or Perry White is just kind of like putting him off because he's so intimidating and, you know, or something like that. But then he's like bumping into person on the street. He's bumbly on this newsstand. So he's like, this is not something he needs to really do because nobody around him actually knows that he's Clark Kent or knows who he is. Unless he is famous as Clark Kent. I don't know. The first outfit we see him in is shirt, tie, beige, sports jacket. <laughs> Remember that. Okay. <laughs> uh and we so we have our first super team up. We have in that episode, Clark visits the DEO, and um, we have that scene where he's so personable to the kids on the bikes, and then he's so personable to the DEO agents. He's so like that whole good to see you, Superman. It's just good, like, to, good see to see you. I was like, oh my god, it's he's it's the hero. It's it's Superman, you know. Um, there is a part, again, the klutziness. He's a klutz in the elevator, and uh, Kara thinks, oh, you're just putting on an act. He's like, oh, no, it was real that time. <laughs> so there is, a, I think there's a little bit of a... Yeah, clearly that's baked in there. He, yeah. He's still, even, I'm thinking, like, Elseworlds, when, he's, when they're trying to tell car that they're pregnant or that Lois is pregnant. I don't really care for the they're pregnant thing, but when they try to tell him that Lois is pregnant, he's still kind of, I mean, he's a little, not bumbly, but awkward. Uh-huh. He's a little awkward. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, good. I'm glad I made that point. You had so much to say. About it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I take that as like, you know, he's been here on earth learning our, you know, human ways, you know, he's been all the socialization skills have been baked in ours. This seems like something to be bumbly about uh, to me, you know, yeah. first time dad kind of stuff. Um, well, especially it, when you've got Lois over here going, we had a lot of fun on Argo. <laughs> <laughs> Lois. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, Clark says to Kat that he and Lois are still going strong because she's very much a big fan of Clark. And, uh, and so I think Kara says, what about Superman? He says, there's room in her, in their life for both of them. Uh, so it sounds, sorry, it's room in Lois's life for both, both Clark and Superman. So it sounds like he's told her the truth at this point. Yeah. Like she knows that he's Superman. Yeah. 
Um, let's see what else. Metallo is introduced in that episode. I I always picture Brian Austin Green as Metallo, so so I was like, oh, so weird too to have a British guy as Metallo. Like I was (laughs) I was rewatching those two episodes and and, uh, Luther's. The animated series had a British Metallo. For me, that sort of he was very refined. I expected him to be serving on Downton Abbey, not serving beans (laughs) of kryptonite. Well, he's Alfred. Wait, what? We get he's Alfred. That's I'm kidding. It's not. Oh, Alfred. I was like, that's not the guy that plays <laughs> Alfred on that show. I only watched get- one episode of it, and he slept with Martha Wayne, and it was really weird. <laughs> um. So, so a very important scene I think in this episode is that uh, we get uh, Clark and Kara talking to Lena Luther for the first time, and that's where he like lets the glasses slip a little bit. Oh, he, yeah. He's very judgy of Lena, and I, I wasn't a, a huge fan of that, but because he's just seeing Lena as a Luthor rather than as Lena. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, it's one of the few places where he's not really giving some of the benefit of the doubt, and he's yeah. he's just kind of judging harshly. Once a Luther, always a Luther. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and, and you have to remember, and you have right. to remember too, yeah. and and it's not mentioned in any of the episodes. Clark proper is actually in. It's always behind his, not behind his back, but talked about. You know, definitely when Lena first shows up, and James is is. is kind of disparaging ever too he's like superman and lex were best friends and superman didn't see lex for what he was i mean he he was his biggest defender until you know it, they came to blows with whatever brought them to blows i don't know that it actually ever says what was kind of the final straw and why lex ended up doing the red sun trying to make the sun red and all that stuff that drove them uh, apart yeah okay so i had notes i think i just basically picked them from supergirl wiki uh, they were working together to stop the threat of an alien invasion, but Lex's methods were cruel, which set them at odds. Then Clark, uh, okay. uh, then Lex started blaming Superman for attracting alien threats, and then he put the kryptonite into the air, created an earthquake machine, created Lexo suits, just everything. Yeah, everything came to fruition from that. And finally, in 2015, Lex turns the sun red, and you know that's that's it for them. That's it. Okay. <laughs> was it but, 2015? Because I thought it was four years earlier. Four years earlier than 2015. It's it's four years earlier than the pilot. Really? I think I'm almost certain. Was it was it four years earlier in the episode where you saw the flashback? Then it would definitely have been four years earlier because that flashback was in season four. Mm. When they're in the no 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 no, <laughs> yeah. no when they're in the oh you may be right but don't Maybe. they show it don't they show something and then they're like four years earlier in like the previously on. I don't remember. I feel like there was some because we, it's established that Superman put Lex in jail, and that's and that's the whole thing with Lillian. It's like what Superman did to your brother. You know that that he's the reason. Of course, he's not even at the trial, um, which is very Superman returns. Um, that he doesn't. That he's not at the trial for when Lex poisons the judge and the jury and the and the district attorneys. Um, right. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that was for. I thought that was supposed to be like 2011. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That is just what I picked up from there. Uh, it could be wrong. I mean, maybe I, 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 I got the feeling it was, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I got the feeling it was in, of course, Lena's not in season one. So that w- you would say that was season one. We didn't see it happen. But there's no discussion about anything happening to Supergirl. It's all killing Superman. Right. Which would lead me to believe it's before she was on the scene. On the scene. Yeah. Right. Again, more thought than anybody else has put an end to this. <laughs> happening right here. That's why you subscribe uh, to us, folks. Thanks. <laughs> Rate and review. 
Lena has a quote in that episode. Statistically speaking, of course, it's the safest way to travel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Uh, we hear about Operation Emerald, which is J- Superman and John Jones finding an asteroid made up of material from Krypton. And John coins the term kryptonite. And uh, that causes tension in those two episodes because he held on to the kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, somebody else is going to get a hold of it, which is Metallo, right? Um, let's yeah, Lillian, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so nice action. Uh, we have, uh, Clark fighting drones, blocking families from bullets. Kid goes, that was awesome. And Superman turns and gives him a wink. (laughs) And then the dad's like, we're moving back to Gotham. (laughs) And the dad was Glenn Winter who directed that episode too. Yeah. Also a Smallville director. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And that's actually Uh, Glenn's son. Uh, and the, 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 that's, uh, Superman winks at too. Love that. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Okay, so season two, episode two, Last Children of Krypton. My first thing is a quote that says, see, if the bullets don't work, why the punching? I never understood that. See, the bullets don't work. <laughs> I, 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 that was so like meta, and I, I loved it so much. I, haven't, uh, I did not watch rewatch that episode, and I don't know why it sticks out to me, but I just remember in all the world of vehicles in Vancouver and cars used for shows, why is that guy driving a 96 Mustang? Like, that's all I remember uh, about that one scene. Uh, we find a very, to me, one of the most shocking things I didn't, like, absorb from Superman's history now might be wiped out by crisis, but in that episode, we find out that Clark's favorite show is Veep. Good it's, taste. It's Veep. I mean, just to me, I was just like, like if all the shows you come up with is Superman's favorite show. He just he, <laughs> he hadn't seen Smallville yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, we have the classic crisis pose of Superman carrying Supergirl after the fight with Metallo. Mm. Uh, Superman and Martian Manhunter are going to fight, and I think yeah, when when is like this is terrible. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, another great Superman line to to John, where he's like, "You can't offer friendship with one hand and kryptonite with another." Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good fighting. John John saves Superman uh, in this fight against Metallo. This is after he's hiding out. He shaped it. He shape shifted into a form of a little girl in a Supergirl costume. Just wanted to. Oh yeah. Just, oh okay. yeah, he's the he's the decoy in the, the, the or it gets him out, out unnoticed out into the battle. I remember that now. <laughs> so anyway, Kryptonite gets encased by in lead by John, and they mention that this is all the Kryptonite in the world. <laughs> Which is like, it? <laughs> uh, even less notes though, because it's a lot of action for season two, episode twenty two through twenty three. Resist, and nevertheless, she persisted. Um, Superman under control of sil- silver super silver kryptonite, which he'd never heard of before. But I guess this is pieces of krypton turned silver when it hit Daxum. Yeah, that's what Terry Hatcher says. Green kryptonite's not the only kind that showered down on us, or something like that. Yeah, uh, that'll happen. Uh, oh yeah, I, I look forward to I look forward to some alternate kryptonite episodes. Give us a Red K episode. Gotta have one. one. Bad dad. As as far as the (laughs) the universe is concerned, we've had we've had Red, we've had Carl Red, red, and uh, we've had Black, which was synthetically made by Lex. We we haven't had Blue. I don't think have we. Haven't had Blue. Haven't had Gold, Silver. Well, we've had Silver. That's silver. That's what made Clark stuff. see. Uh, oh, Zod yes, yes, of, yes, uh, yes, yes. Do you host a Supergirl show? Something about details that are hard to remember. 
<laughs> you remember Derek being a dick? <laughs> I do. Thank you. We get this great, uh, huge super fight between Superman and Supergirl, which are, which is just really awesome. I thought uh, they go like punch for punch, and then uh, she finally stops him with a backhand uppercut. And Superman mentions that he was fighting at full strength, and Kara still beat him. She's stronger. She's better in every way. Yeah. They hit us over the head with I'll, that a few times throughout. They, they have they have made a point of mentioning that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was up where he was going to have his own show. So that yes, that yes, yes, yes. I, I'm leaving you in charge. I'm going to Argo because we're going to get busy. Get another busy. <laughs> another great scene after healing at the fortress. They go to the DEO. Uh, Kara and Monel hug, and Win pushes past them to uh, pass Alex to Superman, who remembers him. <laughs> Full and name. Mouths, I love you to his back. He does mouth. <laughs> One of my favorite little little yes. tiny moments of win. Yes. Oh, so great. Uh, I because you just like it's like you know I don't see that as man. What a weirdo. I see that as oh, that's me right there. <laughs> of, of all of all the guy in the chair roles in this in these shows, Felicity and Cisco. I don't mm-hmm. know who, who you call that on Legends, but I've, Wynn has always been my my favorite of, of that yeah. role. Win was Win was really yeah was really something special yeah. and and more um, more like part of the team, more part of the family. Uh, maybe then, then uh, I think it's because he kind of got brought into the fold, being with Catco and having been friends with Cora so long, and then getting involved to the DEO. Right. And, uh, I think that that kind of yeah, yeah. There was know. a different closeness there, you know? yeah. Because James didn't, re- you know, James got resentful and went off and made his own, went off to be John Henry Irons and the, and do his steel thing. So mm-hmm. why didn't they just make him steel? I just thought of that. So, so I think that would have been you know, so much smarter. Okay. <laughs> better than Guardian. Us Superman fans get a little like exasperated at the whole, you know, Supergirl is stronger than Superman. It is not a sexist thing. It is just, it is just like Robin's very know. much about equal opportunity. I don't know what kind of trap I'm going to fall into. You're here, in it. You, like, you're, you're in it. It sucks. I hate it. You messed I, up. I, I want to say that this is this whole thing is really just established because in the plot of the episode. Uh, Supergirl has to be the champion of Earth because she beats Superman, so therefore she has to be the one that fights uh, uh, Queen Rhea at the end of the episode. So I think it's all it all kind of serves. A, well, uh, I don't want I don't want to watch Superman beat up Terry Hatcher. That's not that's not oh. cool. I watch Supergirl beat up Terry Hatcher, but I don't want to watch. Yeah, that's, yeah. Even so he, even watching that fight's a little cringy between between Clark and Kara the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, I feel like I'm watching yeah. Injustice. Hard to watch. Yeah. They're playing injustice. So, so yeah, he he then trains uh, Kara, and that's where we hear the line. I learned that move on World World. No, uh, yes. And then we get some nice stuff here. Basically, he uh, the Superman has seen some. Sh- mm, yeah. mm. He says it's positive to have all you want. I fight for Lois. I keep her here, and he points to his heart. That's our secret superpower: the people we love. El Mayara. That's right. Uh, so yeah, Superman like. Uh, Provides backup while Kakara fights Rhea. He battles some henchmen and, and Kako, and he destroys their ugly Pink Panther statue. <laughs> Which I guess was something that Kat must have set up at one point. And uh, Clark, at the end, is humbled by Kara's sacrifice because she ends up sending Monel away. And he says, I'm not sure what I would do if I had to pick between Lois and the world. You are so much stronger than me. So... So do we think that means she's stronger than him? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, uh, listen, I really do appreciate the, 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 the lengths that they went to as, as a fan of the, of the, of Supergirl, the series and the character. Yeah. I, I, um, I do appreciate the lengths that they went to, to sort of try and, and put aside any notions that she is not a real superhero, that she's like, uh, the B list version of Superman, right? They were going really hard to make sure. And, and again, this is before there was going to be, maybe before there were any official plans to have a Superman and Lois series, but they wanted it to be really clear. Like, Hey, don't think that she's like tier two and he's tier one. Like that, I think, I think that's probably why, I mean, we know that's why they, they didn't introduce him until season two because they didn't want her to be in his shadow. And I think that once they decided to bring him in, they said, fine, we'll bring him in, but he has to, he has to remind us that she is on par, if not, if not stronger, um, in, in a number of ways, emotionally, uh, as well as physically. Mm-hmm. And that was all done to, to, to sort of legitimize Kara and make sure no one had this idea, um, uh, that, that she was somehow second fiddle to him. Now that we're seeing this show come about, I wouldn't be surprised if some of that sort of gets quietly put aside. Crisis can be the reason for that. Maybe they're equals now in terms of their their strength um i wouldn't be surprised if we saw that shift happen now i think i think it, it, and again i you know this is going to might be be my uh uh guy on the internet i'm not a sexist quote <laughs> i think it's just the fact that superman has been under a yellow sun for you know his entire life where Kara has been under a yellow sun for what was it 12 12 years 13 less. years 12 years so therefore like your which battery are you charging the longest <laughs> yeah sure, sure he's got an extra 12 or 13 years on her in terms of yeah. uh yellow sun sure sure yeah so and just the i mean you know experience alone also you know but again you More like, than that like, he's got like, he's got 20 plus years yeah, yeah. on her right and uh you know it's just like you know the marvel stuff you know, you're like, why doesn't each of these superheroes call in the Avengers? So they had to have something established in Supergirl where it's like, no, 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 she can handle herself. Just need to call in her older cousin every time it really gets bad. Um, but I'm glad at least he's shown up for these uh, crossovers, which I, I think the last thing we should talk about is uh, uh, Elseworlds, if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Um, very, very happy that it were brought in with Somebody Save Me. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> very, very happy. Uh, it is it is loud. It is. <laughs> it doesn't seem to fit the audio track of the show that's going on. <clears throat> doesn't seem and to I be loved it every second of it. Should have, should have established loud with the portal opening, and as they went into the portal, it should have been coming <laughs> over the radio of the truck that they were repairing, but I don't know. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be a little, little diegetic action. Yeah, I'd be down with that. I'd be down with that. Uh, but all I have to say is, yeah, Remy Zero! <laughs> right? I love these At guys. Smallville fans, we're super psyched. They're on the farm, He's and he's wearing flannel for the first time. Uh, so it's very much a callback to Smallville. Um, we also get the truck. We don't want to talk about the truck. <laughs> talk about the truck. Go ahead. No. Talk about. Uh, no, not. What about the Twinkie? <laughs> so it was the quiet ones. Uh, Lois you Lane know. is introduced. In yes, this she episode, is working on the truck, and there's this whole thing where she's like, "It's a muffler," and then she hands her a hands Clark apart, and it turns out to be, he says it's a tie rod, and that she sanded him. So what does that say? Is that saying that she doesn't actually know how to fix this truck, but she makes a show of it? Because uh, <laughs> at first I was like, oh, Tom girl, she's working on the truck. You know, she's 
she's uh you know she's t- you know, she's a tough chick you know but then it then they do this thing where it's like ah she didn't actually know what she's doing isn't <laughs> so, i'd have to go back and watch but isn't she i feel like i haven't watched it since it aired i feel like she's sitting on the hood of the truck or leaned up against it and she's looking off in the distance and she's totally thinking about something else and she just absent-mindedly hands him something like i don't even think oh i think she came out from under the truck didn't she when when i don't remember i don't remember i i i thought they were in the middle of a discussion about something that you can't hear over somebody save me and and (laughs) that you should be able to hear but it was edited poorly and and Maybe I'm wrong. I, I just I f- felt like there was this moment of her mind about totally about something else and just handing him something. But maybe mm. I'm wrong. Uh, Lois debates with Clark about the need for her to write a story about their recent visit to Argo City. Uh, Clark says it, people it's, will it's wonder. Argosity. It's Argosity. It's pronounced Argosity. <laughs> oh, sorry. Lois, I'm not going to write about that in the paper. <laughs> I can't believe you have would have the orgosity to even think about writing. <laughs> Three things sell papers. Something, sex, and Superman. And we both know you can't worth, worth a write a damn about sex, Lois. <laughs> yeah, Clark says people are going to wonder about the fact that Lois is writing about you know, like an alien place. And oh, Lois is like, oh, you write about yourself all the time. <laughs> so there's a, there's a whole joke about truth and journalism. Mm. Um. So Lois says she was the first person to step on a step foot on what's left of Krypton. She says she saw the Jewel Mountains. She heard the High Council. So our is Argos is Argo City gone? Argosity. Argosity. Argosity is is that gone? Guilty. <laughs> no, don't. Or is it back? As a result of crisis? Yeah. I, I isn't there a line in the last episode about Argo being back or oh, okay. something or I maybe the episode after the bottle episode after uh, crisis. It wasn't really actually called the bottle episode. Uh, I feel like there was <laughs> some reference to Argo being. Well, wait, re- re- Supergirl host is on the show. Restored, guilty. <laughs> Purges the yep. information from his mind after each episode. Just out <laughs> one, he, he dissects it. He writes it down, and then it's gone. Just, just I, I get into that doomsday chamber from Krypton. Look at that, look at that beautiful gone. beard. He doesn't have time. He doesn't have. He doesn't have time to keep all this stuff. Well, I keep all the secrets in the beard. Oh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> that's his fortress of solitude. It gives him so much body. Yeah. So Lois heads into the barn, and he says, "Clark says, careful on the ladder. It's really old." And I'm thinking to myself, oh, "It's going up to the loft." <laughs> right. He's, she's going to find Lana up there. It ain't going to be pretty. She says, "You'll catch me." Uh, yeah, there's a bit, a little bit more of him feeling guilty, guilty about uh, leaving leaving Earth to visit Argo, and he says he's feeling selfish. So this is kind of establishing the whole. Uh, Clark is going to leave the Earth in the hands of Kara to, to watch over because we don't know that Superman's having a series anytime soon. We have to explain away the reason why he doesn't. Well, show up it's, you know that, and we don't want you know Super Baby hurting Lois. Well, yeah, being I mean, born yeah, under yellow sun, that too. But I mean, more like, what are we gonna? You know, we gotta we gotta put these two somewhere for the next nine months and explain why he doesn't keep popping up to help Kara. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Oliver and Barry arrive, and I'm just talking about Superman and Lois related stuff. We won't go into everything, but um, Ollie freaks out when uh, Barry gets remote control arrow revenge on him. And I just wa- I made a note that Lois actually is cheering Barry on and says that Oliver is a jerk. <laughs> that was funny. 
Um, and Oliver teases Barry about not being able to do anything with his wife without his wife in his ear. And Barry says, Felicity invented quarterbacking. And then Clark bellows from the Car- Kent Farm por- porch. No, Chloe actually did. That was mm. actually a scene that was in the uh, the episode that not many people remember. I couldn't oh, hear Chloe. it over the roomy zero, but it's very loud. <laughs> very loud. It sounds like it's just blaring. I wasn't sure if you saw this, but I found this on the web. There's a deleted scene from, and this is actually a real deleted scene, not one I'm making up. Uh, Peach shows up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, there's a deleted <laughs> scene where Clark actually teaches Oliver about super speed. Did yes. You see this? Yes. It's I have not so seen good. that. I have not seen that. Okay. It's really fun. He I- talks about learning as a kid. And he ran to catch a football and ended up 10 miles away. And he was scared and he wandered for a long time until Ma and Pa found him. And he says, I'd learned not just to run, but to run towards something or someone. And this is he's teaching Oliver about focus. Oh, well, that's, that's how he that's how he controls his super speed. He, he and I think through. that's I think that's meant to imply that or, or, you know, sort of loosely imply that that's one of the things that inspires Oliver to at the end of at the end of Elseworlds to to make that bargain with uh, with the monitor. Like he's running towards something. He's, he's got a purpose uh, in mind. Oh, but uh, let's know, let's cut that things. out and, and, and have them and waste time with them in leather jackets as bad guys for. <laughs> oh. I know. I was like, oh, what a great Superman moment. Like, I love Superman teaching. Great <laughs> Superman moment. Yes, a, a teaching moment from Superman. One of the few moments where Superman is is actually see, in a very concrete way is like an inspiration to somebody else, like inspiring yeah. concrete action uh, in, the, in, in, in the Arrowverse. It's, you know, obviously we haven't had a ton of time with Tyler's Superman, and it's kind of cool that that was a moment that was doing that. I feel like that deleted scene came out much later, like like yeah, six I, months I'd later never, or something. I'd never but seen I, I found it on YouTube. It's so cool. What? It's a shame. It's a shame that it was deleted, but it's really, it's really nice, and it shows that they have real, real capacity to write him as a, uh, you know, inspiration to the rest of the universe. Uh, so definitely want to wrap this up though. Uh, uh, a couple more notes. Uh, Cisco says they need help with a killer robot. Kara asked Clark if he can tag along, and Lois says, "If you don't, I will." Smallville. She calls mm-hmm. him Smallville. And then oh, heard it, Derek. That's. <laughs> and then Cisco Makes asks, like, who's this guy? And uh, Superman says, a friend. And he rips his shirt open, which is just, mm. uh, I love it. Um, but that's pretty much all, like, the real, I mean, besides Sherlock uh, handing Clark his alimony check, uh, besides, he does some punching with, him, uh, you know, a Mazo. Oh, but, my uh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Holy Lord. See, but, uh, a lot happens on these action. shows. A lot happens. A lot happens for, for only a handful of appearances. There's actually quite a lot to go through there. Yeah, um, thank yeah. you for being so meticulous and, and, yeah. and taking us through that because that was actually really fun to to jog through that. Exactly. Again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, of course, you know, Crisis is just, you know, I don't think there's a lot really. Uh, I mean, there's just a few different things, but I, I didn't feel the need to. Re- I mean, it's so recent. Who, yeah, who who does he mention uh, when when Lois when he's changing the diaper and Lois he talks about Doomsday and Zod and I feel like there's somebody else. Maybe maybe it was Lex. I think it's Lex um, that you that you get name drops for Doomsday being the one we weren't aware of. We didn't know. Um, I think it's Lex. Maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we, you talked about Zod earlier being another one. But again, all the other villains that are Superman proper villains that have showed up on Supergirl are all, other than, I guess, Maxima, are all um, introduced to Superman villains. Supergirl right. villains for the first time. Parasite mm-hmm. and Mixie. Parasite. And- mm-hmm. But Superman and Lois got married and they had a baby. 
and there was a whole proposal and the yada 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 that has been yada 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 if we're actually still in 2020 with 13 year old kids no i mentioned the bisque <laughs> i did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um oh man yeah, it's it's not 2003 it's 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 2020 and clark just is gonna know in off-screenville about the boys and when the pilot starts so that'll be normal life for them It'll be normal life on Earth Prime because this will take place on Earth Prime just as now The Flash and Legends when Legends does take place on Earth Prime. And Batwoman and Black Lightning. Lightning and yeah. Yeah. Crisis. Crisis, baby. It's the tied pin of of, uh, retcons. That's it. (laughs) That's it. All right. Um, I actually – do we have have an email address for feedback – because I feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff that we've mentioned in this show that people might want to chat back with us about, not just stuff that maybe they're angry at me about in particular. <laughs> you can send those complaints to Robin Burge at <laughs> Yahoo. But I'd love to hear, like, number one, like, A, like, number one, A, uh, you know, what, what are your thoughts on some of the things we've talked about, as well as maybe some stuff that you'd like to hear us uh, uh, debate amongst us, you know, in even nerdier fashion or you know, just kind of like a, a, a letter that says, look up some actual facts, you dummy, uh, address to me. Number two uh, B, what was that episode in season one where James and Kara talk about the events of Superman the movie? Yes, yes. Uh, yes number, please. Number three, uh, uh, Frank, honestly, you need to rewatch Supergirl if you can't remember some <laughs> really basic facts that happened during the show. <laughs> It's not that so he, it's not survive. that he didn't remember. It's that of the three of us, I was the one. <laughs> you two <laughs> right, watched every thing. episode, and I have not. And I was the one that remembered. Oh, also, if you want us to talk more about uh, some Smallville episodes, let us know <laughs> because I'm sure that's exactly <laughs> what you want. <laughs> Pretty sure all three of us could be found in other podcasts elsewhere talking about. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Smallville. That's true. Or Krypton. Krypton. Or Krypton, for that matter, yeah. Krypton. Uh, well, Krypton. Uh, yeah, you can hit us up at uh, Uh That is uh, that is our home on the internet. Uh, you can contact us there as well. There's a contact form right there, so uh, hit us up right at supermantvtalk.com if you want to uh, let us know what episode of Supergirl it was uh, where they talk about uh, Lex attacking California. Uh, you can also find us uh, on places like Twitter uh, at Superman TV Talk, uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, all the podcast directories. Uh, find us, subscribe, uh, and rate and review us, please. Uh, that does go a long way in helping us get discovered. I got some incentive for you. The first person who correctly emails in or tweets us uh, at Superman TV Talk on Twitter and tells us what episode that is. Uh, where where James and Cora talk about it, I will buy you a season pass for Superman and Lois on on <gasps> on iTunes. Oh, Robin! I is, to Robin is disqualified. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I actually, I'm not, I have to edit this episode, so I'm going to look that up. Really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I've got other Twitter accounts that I'm going to tweet you with. And, I, uh, I need like, to know that badly, and I'm so I'm so mad that I can't find it that I will buy you a season pass. Zombie junkyard Twitter account telling me which episode what? of Supergirl. Media junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> the, from the bowels of the internet. <laughs> okay, good. Well, uh, we have anything else to that say? 
I'm always uh, around? I don't think so. Uh, you can find me at Frank Ramblings. And these guys are at L. Robinero and at W.D. Russell. Thank you very much. I've had a lot of life bargains here. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Sorry about the end joke, everybody. Robin's doing his Bobcat gold plate for everybody. All right. So, uh, we, yeah, we established last time we sign off with, I'm all, uh, we're always, or did we all three do it at the same? I've already forgotten. Apple. I have no recollection of how we actually do it. Until next time, we're always around. No, that was, that was not one of the options given. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.